Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, real quick, i got to tell you about A1 Gear and Auto. Uh, I don't even know this is an ad read necessarily, but <clears throat> we took one of the kids' trucks over there the other day. Uh, didn't necessarily know what was wrong, just knew that something was wrong. Uh, and expected it to take a couple days to figure it out. And, you know, hey, as long as we got it by Friday, we're good. Uh, so on and so forth. And, bro, would you know that within, we that was about 3 or 4 o'clock when we dropped it off there. Um, what's today? Thursday? That was Tuesday. Tuesday when we dropped it off. Justin calls me yesterday around, right after lunch, 1, 2 o'clock. He's like, all right, man, we got it ready. Nice. You know, it was pretty extensive. Some brake work. We had to replace some brake lines, this, that, and the other. Um, the price, I mean, I'm not going to get into, you know, the details, details, but I was, I was very, very happy with the pricing for the amount of work that went into it. And it was just, it would, again, I tell you all all the time, diagnosed right the first time it makes such a big difference. Just, I mean, no different than if you go to your, your doctor, you know, you want to be diagnosed right the first time and not be a lot of unnecessary medication. Same for your vehicle. Um, <clears throat> diagnosed right. Fixed when they say it's, it's ready, when they say it's going to be ready. There's no guessing. And they're going to take care of you on the money. I mean, you're going, you, you get what you pay for it, but you're going to be happy with the price. As happy as you can be having to fix something with your car. That's A1 Gear and Auto, whether it's brakes, your check engine light's on, you don't know what's wrong with it, running hot, any of that kind of stuff. Rotors, ball joints, they, got, they can do it all. What they specialize in is your ring and pinion. So if you're having any kind of roaring sound that you can't quite narrow down, you feel like you got a little slack in your rear end, uh, front end, four-wheel drive's not working. If you've got a front-wheel drive, you feel it jerk a little bit when you're starting to pull off, uh, you probably got some ring and pinion issues. And get it over there to A1 Gear and Auto. They are Jeep specialists as well. I don't know if they advertise themselves as that, but from the, from the looks of the parking lot, people that have Jeeps trust A1 Gear and Auto for their Jeep work and repair so check them out highway 49 south in florence mississippi go see my good buddy justin over there today and i am look i'm waiting on the new fafo stickers to come in when i get them there will be some stickers there he told me man for six months after you said there were stickers here people were coming by wanting stickers uh, with that last batch so i will get y'all some stickers uh they're expensive so uh no more than one each all right Sean, let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, we do actually have something Jackson to talk about. What's that? Okay, I want to. I need to. I need to say one thing. Late last night, it was about ten thirty. As I was getting ready to go to bed, WLBT reported that the Iron Horse was on fire. I woke up this morning after going to sleep to find out the Iron Horse, in fact, was not on fire. The building that their mural is painted on across the street appears to be the the warehouse that's on fire. They are not the same building. <clears throat> So, good thing, Iron Horse. We don't want that to burn down. That is a great establishment. Um, never had a bad experience there. Uh, and it's already burned down two times before previously. A third time does not need to be the charm. No, I said it. Yeah, like you were saying this morning, we were on the phone. Like, if you're over 30, I think most of us remember that. Yeah. Sort of thing. You know, that, I think that both those events that occurred in the 90s, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. let me just real, real talk. Is there a better chips and salsa anywhere? No, it's really good, man. It's a good. It's, I went there a few weeks ago on like for lunch on a Saturday. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great place. hands down best chips and salsa. Some places just have really good chips, and their salsa sucks, or mm-hmm. not sucks, but it ain't it ain't creme de la creme. 
And some or some places have really good salsa, but their chips leave more to be desired. They don't put any of the chili powder on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that they get the chili powder and it cooks onto them because they put, as soon as they pull the chips out of the fryer, they sprinkle it on so it melts on there. And then their sauce is phenomenal. Mm, they I got a really great bar too with a good draft beer selection. That's awesome. It's really really good. When they had when Lucky Town was around, they always had Ballistic Blonde on draft, so it was like my it was my jam. Mm. But anyway, so Iron Horse in fact did not burn down. I want to make sure I clarify. That, if you saw one of my videos overnight, I did delete them this morning, and I tried to post an update on that, so 40,000 views later, you know. But uh, I did see on uh, WAPT this morning, though, that there is some, if you're traveling to downtown Jackson, there's some difficulty getting in through Pearl Street, so yeah, just be advised of that. Fire. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of debris everywhere. It was barely a pretty rather large fire that that's, that's caused some problems with gotcha. the streets, so gotcha. everybody be cognizant of that. Right, so that's not even the Jackson news that I want to talk about, but I did want to clarify that. Uh, on the radio this morning. Also, Sean, they are trying to make balloon releases as deadly as Jackson gas stations. So let's get this straight. Yeah. Now I don't know how this the, the, they were having a balloon release memorial thing on a very dangerous street in Jackson, and somebody got shot in the back of the head at this balloon release for a Jackson murder victim. Now, I don't know if this murder victim died at a gas station or not. Maybe. Maybe not. Wouldn't be a surprise at all. Somebody gets shot in the back of the head. Sean, again, are they attempting to make everything in Jackson as dangerous as they have their gas stations? That's what I was saying. You know, if uh, if any of my friends in Jackson get murdered, uh, I'm sending flowers from Greenbrook, but I'm not showing up. I'm just, yeah. After this, I mean, you know, like I'll, I'll drink one tea at the house. Yeah, I'm not, we ain't uh, releasing doves. We're not doing anything uh, publicly. I'm, I'll do a Facebook post, memorials and pictures of us or, or whatever, but not, uh, not going to the balloon release. And y'all no maybe, and y'all may be thinking to yourselves, Clay, this is isolated. This, this kind of thing doesn't really happen. And you would be wrong. Yeah. This in fact is not isolated. This isn't the first time I've seen this happen. I'll tell you that much. I mean, just in the last 12 months, there was a family there was a girl that got killed by one of these little young black serial killers that was running around Kent Town killing a bunch of people. I remember that. Yep. He killed a girl in the middle of a street over in South Jackson. I mean, just it's on video, too, by the way. Um, he kills her. They were having a balloon release or something for that girl over in South Jackson. A family of four, well, it was like four people in the car, including like a one or, one or two-year-old and like a 15-year-old girl or something. They get shot leaving the thing because maybe – their family member had something to do with it or something or another, you know, like somehow that justifies shooting a, a one-year-old and, and a 15-year-old. So that's just in the last year. So my point being, and I've been hearing about people, oh, well, that, when that little rapper, Lil Lonnie, mm. died a couple, got killed a couple years ago. There was a big shootout at his, at his balloon release. I mean, f- these f- do not go to balloon releases for your dead homie in Jacktown. Well, I think about it, Clay, this way, and I'm, I'm going to give, this is for my... You know, perspective too from doing that for so many years. That's when your rivals are all gathered somewhere. You know, if it was in gang related, strategically, it's a strategic decision. Like if there's a funeral or a balloon release or whatever it is. I mean, that's when they're like, okay, we know where they're all going to be. And yeah, I watched Sons of Anarchy. I saw how they did it. Yeah, I mean, it, that stuff is accurate. Like you know, it's I know it's the movies. It's not only in Jackson this happens. This is a decision that you know people make, and there's no, I guess there's no honor you know in the system. Like let let everybody go to the funeral now. They'll go. Yeah, that's 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 a place to get shot. Yep. So, I wasn't I wasn't shocked when I read that because I've seen that happen so many times. But it, it, why do they act like that, Sean? Well, you know, I think that's like I said. You know, it's 
it's a strategic decision. Like there is a, there, your rivals are always gathered at things like that. So you go, I mean, it's horrible. It's, 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 you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't kick inside their mind, Clay, why they're, why anybody would do something that terrible right at a memorial. But, um, what but, are they, what are they rivals? I mean, like I have rivals, but I haven't never thought about sitting outside their, their sister or brother's funeral. And yeah, but you're not crazy ass. though. <laughs> like you're not crazy and like a, you know, like a lunatic that's doing this kind of stuff. Like do these folks think- are not even thinking of big, they're not thinking about next week. Do you think um, some of these people are like traditional serial killer psychos? I don't know if I'd go with that. You know, uh, like if they're a serial killer kind of, it's a different type, but maybe in the same kind of, well, they just don't have any value for human life at all. It doesn't mean anything to them. They're just going to, they're just, they're just rabid killers. They don't care. They're just out there and they're shooting. That's what they do. I mean. Um, I don't know if it's like they're going to – I don't know if they're – what I mean by this is I don't know if they're the type of serial killer that's like cut somebody's head off and wear it as a hat, that kind of guy. You know, that's a different level. I do have the picture of the decapitated guy's head from Jacksonville. You sent it to me, yeah. I've, I've, I've been efforting that for a while. I'd, I'd seen the aftermath. I'd never seen the head. I do, in fact, have it. Let's take a call. Yep. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. I know a guy who owns a, a security company in Jackson that operates all around Jackson. And they regularly have security details at these funerals uh, mm. for these people. So anyone that says that, that uh, that's not a dangerous situation, uh, they need to, need to look a little farther into it. Yeah, that's a great point. They, they, at least they're aware. But this this wasn't even a funeral. This was just a dang uh, a balloon release. Heck, there was a kid that got killed out in uh, Scott County uh, last year, and they had a big balloon release at Pine Lake and, and all mm. this stuff for him. And mm-hmm. and uh, then there was a kid that I remember got killed over there on 471 in a bad car wreck, terrible situation, a balloon release. There was no violence. It's just something yep, something crazy, about huh? something about a certain group of folks in Jackson that are just extremely extremely violent for some reason. Crazy man. Y'all have a good one. You too, too. brother. Um, yeah, I mean this is you know hashtag like, culture rot. You know, if you're a gangster and those are your rivals, that's uh, you're thinking, well, that's where I'm going to get them because they're going to be there. I mean, it's it's horrible and it's I mean something I can't fathom, but it's something like the caller just said. I mean, I've seen a lot and it's not something that I can't remember. If I actually prosecute. I probably have prosecuted somebody that was murdered at a balloon release or a funeral or something like that. I'm sure I have. I was telling somebody. I think it was Michael Applewhite was all my Facebook talking about. We were talking about um this incident and I said, you know, one the one of the worst ones I ever saw was. The um, it wasn't a funeral, but it was a it was Christmas morning when they were both gangsters, but they had married each other. You know, they were, yeah. they were brother in laws, and they they got mad over some beef, or whatever that was part of the of the separate gangs, and they, like one of them murdered the other while they were open Christmas presents. You know, and it just reminded me of that. For, I don't know why that case reminded me of that for some reason. When we, when we had Club One Hundred Five down there on Capitol Street, you know, we would always open on Christmas night. And, the, you know, the holiday nights, mm-hmm. New Year's Day, I mean, Thanksgiving, all, all those. They were really good for business. Problem you had was you had a lot of people together drinking all day. Yep. And they then they would come to the club together, and they would get in fights with one another. And more than once, people would leave and kill each other. And it was the people that they were with. Yep. I mean, yep. look, there's a lot to be said for the interpersonal violence thing. I, he's I not get, wrong about that. You know, he's not wrong about that. It, it ain't the, it ain't a magic wand for to, to to erase all this crime out here. But there is a lot to it. It is a lot of interpersonal violence. I, I he's so much so that I hate that word. I like no, they just say they knew each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interpersonal. 
Yeah, it's it, it, it. But I mean, there's there's a lot of truth. I mean, most of the time that these, you know, it's not a lot of time. You don't prosecute this one guy one time that was a serial killer, and he or maybe a serial killer, and he he picked out some woman that he didn't know that he wasn't even from here. That kind of that's a rare situation. It's not a situation. It's usually like you know this person either whether it's through you know you're related or it's some business deal, and I'm using that term loosely, like a drug deal, you know, or, the, or, or some kind of disrespect because you knew the guy from the street or whatever. It's usually that kind of situation. Not one time, Sean, and I grew up in South Jackson, not one time did me and my homies go to the club, and I ever thought to myself, I'm killing this dude when we leave here. Yeah. <laughs> well, me either. I've never – I mean, I've probably been mad enough, mad enough where I'm like, I wish the guy was dead, but – yeah, I mean, I've never, like, I've never I mean, went. even if he got the girl I wanted, whatever. Like, I never thought I'm gonna play this on through, and I'm gonna this this is gonna be the last time he does this to me. Yeah, I mean, it's never been a thought process in my head where I'm gonna just I'm seek revenge for some slight or whatever it is. Right. I mean, but I mean, I, you know, but me, I mean, you, I'm sure the same way. I, I, first of all, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to kill anybody. Second thing is, like, I mean, there are consequences that I'd be worried about. So, but I think that's another the problem here is that like, and I, I told you this the other day that I had this conversation with a friend of mine who's a law professor. The problem is that like, you know, the criminals on the street here are not worried about the consequences. I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming the justice system or the police or anybody. They don't care. You could, you could, you could give them a million years and they just don't care. It's gotten to that point of just, they're just fearless. And that's the scary thing, I think. Is well, it when yeah, you have that fear of no fear of consequence? Yeah, they don't care because they don't even think about what the consequence. Like nobody doesn't kill someone because they think, oh, I might get the death penalty. Like at least, I mean, at least in my experience, I've not seen that. They're like, I might get the death penalty. I mean, maybe there's people that think about that, but when you know you go in a liquor store and you you, you rob it and you shoot the clerk, it, it's not just something that's crossing these guys' mind. Like there's not going to, especially the ones that are really young, they're just not thinking about anything, and uh, and that's just a dangerous place to be when you have that kind of fearlessness going on. Yep. All right, let's take a break. Come back. I'm actually going to get to your text messages as soon as we come back on the Guns and Gear text line. We've got a lot of great takes. Sean and I got a lot of stories today, so we're going to be moving fast to try to get through them all. Should be a fun show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkron. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. This week, right there, Fan and Mart on the res. 12 different specialty pizzas, 9 different frozen daiquiris on tap, available for delivery and carryout. That's right, the daiquiris also. Of course, they're way more than just a pizza joint. They got all your favorite pasta, burgers, mozzarella sticks, nacho fries, all that good stuff. Tons of great appetizers, pasta, and more. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiris, located right there, Fan and Mart on the res, right in front of the bowling alley. Open daily, 4 p.m. till midnight, available on all major food delivery apps. And uh, every Saturday night, get out there, check them out. they got a old-school DJ throwing down from 9 p.m. to close. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, it is free to get in after 9 p.m. there, so no cover charge. Just get out and enjoy some music, enjoy a full-service uh, bar. And Chip's always really good about keeping the good high-end bourbons, tequilas, like a really stocked bar. It's way, way more than just well drinks. So uh, Chip knows one thing. It is um, how to keep a fully stocked bar. And look, it's great pizza. I don't get out there as much as I'd like to because I'm over on the other side of Brandon. But when I do, when I ride by Acme, if it's after 4 o'clock and they're open, my butt pulls in and gets a pizza. I ran into a, one of the guys that worked for one of the local beer companies at the grocery store the other day, and he's like, man, he's like, I was listening to you talk about Acme, so we got over there one day, and I got there a little early. They weren't quite open yet, but, you know, about 30 minutes early, he said, I sat at the bar and 
ordered pizza. He's like, he's like, I think they ended up giving me two beers because it took a while. He's like, but holy crap, it was worth the wait. He said it was one of the best pizza I've ever had. So get out there. Check them out today. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Try the pig, pig, pig. But they have so many more. That smoked Boston butt that's on the pig, pig, pig is smoked on site. do not come out of a tub, frozen, or nothing like that. So check it out. Let's see here. Phone is ringing. Who is it? Do I want to talk to this person? <laughs> it quit ringing. Um, Sean, let's read some text real quick. Cool. But we got we got more topics than we got segments today. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Uh, the Guns of Gear text line is 769-241-1944. The phone line is 601-879-0002. Reagan says, morals and men are missing when we had both. Serious crimes were over there, Chicago, Washington, D.C., or Los Angeles. We have a pandemic of boys who don't know who, I'm sorry, who don't know and were not taught how to be real men. Our black youth are lost. Our black leaders are not interested in finding them. Too much money and power in the problem to find a solution. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. And I agree with that, but I can also say there's a problem in, you know, rural white communities too. I mean, but obviously not to this extent. And you can just look at the numbers and say, hey, they may be smoking some meth. They may be doing some B&Es. They may be doing some dumb stuff. What they're not doing is killing each other at an industrial clip. You know, I was listening to that. goes back to that clip with um, with uh, Ann Coulter and Van Jones that you had shared the other day. And yeah. then that whole episode. And, and they had Van, on Bill Maher. On Bill Maher's show. Van Jones has actually said that. He said, you know, there's a gun death violence problem in the black community. And there's a suicide problem in the white like rural community I, that I didn't really realize I've heard about it, but yeah. you know, I kind of read more. And so like just two different issues that, you know, from two different societies. And I thought that was pretty interesting, but he was, you know, but he was saying, he was acknowledging that this isn't, you know, this is an issue, this gun violence with the black community and then the suicide problem with the white community. And, you know, the, obviously there's different reasons for both. So. Well, they also, the media has tried to make the, the mass shooting problem. The fact that ma- most mass shooters end up being, or what their definition of mass shooter, mm. they tried to make that this is absolutely a white problem. This is a white supremacy problem, even though the overwhelming majority of the last few mass shootings were uh, carried out by some kind of LGBTQ rainbow supremacist. Um, there's more mass shootings, and you know this being a DA. There's more, quote unquote, by definition, mass shootings in the black community than there could ever be in uh, the, the white national community. You go to, the, like, we talked about block parties being dangerous in Jackson, stuff like that. If somebody just starts randomly shooting into a crowd, that is a mass shooting. Sorry that it don't fit your agenda. Sorry it was with a pistol or a uh, whatever dumb gun they're you know they're, that are popular right now, a high point, a, um, a Draco or whatever. It's that's still a mass shooting. But yeah, they, I mean, if more than one person gets shot, and yeah. it's a mass shooting. Do you think you, that's what it? But uh, I, think I guess the maybe FBI definition is three or more. But is that what it is? Yeah. Three or more. I think it's because whether it's you know. I'm not even going to say how to put this. If we're talking about like you know somebody with a whatever rifle, I'm not. I'm not calling it just assault just call rifle. It assault rifle. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and uh, it's the motivations. I think is what I'm trying to say. The motivations, right? So like, say there's a block party or a barbecue in Jackson, and it's usually like some sort of a show would say interpersonal conflict that somebody's mad about. When you see a mass shooting by whoever it's committed, like with the assault rifle kind of thing, why it's committed by, they usually have some kind of agenda. You do a specific agenda, whatever it is, whether it's they're, you know, like you say, pro transgender or they're racist, the one like the guy in Buffalo, you know, whatever they're, they got a political agenda of some sort. So I think maybe that's the difference. I guess. I mean, I don't care. 
Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that to sound, to sound rude towards you. I'm just right. saying, I don't care what the agenda is. How many people got shot? 12? How many people died? The Three? result's the same. Yeah. There's a bunch of dead people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the, the result's the same, but it's, I guess it's just the motivations are different. It's what, why they, I'm just trying to explain why I think they would, they, they classify it as being different. I mean, I know what you're saying. It shouldn't be different yeah. because the result's the same. People still dead. The, so. the, the gun violence problem in America, it, whether y'all want to hear this or not, is with young black men. The overwhelming gun violence problem in America is with young black men in urban areas. It, that's not that's factual information. You may not like well, Van Jones was even saying yeah. that. I mean, he acknowledged that, that was a problem. You, yeah. you may not like the messenger, but that doesn't change the facts. Um, you could you could take every and let me let me say one thing. It's it's a illegally possessed gun more times than not by a criminal mm-hmm. by somebody who should not have the gun. Uh, you could take every legally owned gun out of America and I will bet you a thousand dollars that the murder rate would actually go up. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think I told you about this, and I'm not going to name who this is, but a friend of mine that was with JPD for a long time I was talking to this week, and we were talking about old JPD stories in the DA's office and whatnot, and he doesn't work there anymore, and he was saying, and this, is a, this is a black guy, and he's he was telling me, he's like, you know, Chokwe Lumumba's policies have further exacerbated this problem with young black kids killing each other in Jackson. Which he I've said, been saying said, you know, for four years. And this is, this is a black man telling me this. Yeah. You know, he said, and he said his destruction of JPD and his not um, – you know his this the blood is on his hands. What exactly the words he told me? And I said, you know, that's a very interesting way or good way to look at it because I feel the same way. And he's like, this is just a, a problem, and that he, you know, that he is ignoring that this is going on in the city. He's like, how many dead people are there because of that? And I thought that was a really really good way to look at it. So. Um, over six hundred since he took office in yeah, July of seventeen. If you're, for those keeping count, over six hundred. Yep. I didn't even. Man, that's that's a lot of dead people. It that is. is a lot. I mean, look, I, I don't know if there's any way to quantify or confirm these numbers. I've I've tried to Google it and come up with it. Maybe I should ask Google AI. <laughs> uh, it, it it would it would probably find, give me a number. But how how many people did the cl- died at the death? How many black people died by the Klan in, over say the last seventy years? I bet you it ain't six hundred people. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know, but I mean, I'd have, yeah, I have to look that. No idea. I'll be throughout. You know, now did they wreak havoc and raise hell? Absolutely. Did they kill a few people? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, um, they're pretty bad, right? It, did, did, uh, over over seventy, eighty years, did they kill as many people as died, died in four years? Yeah, you know, four, six, five, six years um, as black on black violence just in Jackson alone. I, 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 you, you'll never convince me that that that, it, that they did. No. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know, but I mean, I think what you're saying just anecdotally makes sense like that's because that's such a large amount of people that you're talking and, and especially if you put in context of a what a short time what is what he's been mayor six years seven yep. years almost now yep. i mean that's a short time span you know from a historical context for that many that many people to be killed you know um i mean and, if you just look at the murder rate over the years he, i i have to imagine they counted black deaths you know when when this was tracked, I can't imagine I think they, so. they I didn't mean, just not count them. Well, when you go to the Civil Rights Museum, you can yeah. see there's a list of all that stuff. Yeah, you know, if you, so, uh, yeah there's like there's a whole list of it going we, back we, for like we started years. setting records mm-hmm. and you know like really really setting records since 2020, like a, over a hundred. We have not come. We have sniffed less than a hundred. 
since 2020. Yeah, which, I mean, I think, you know, as, as me and my friend were talking about, like, this is, a lot of this is a direct, there was already a problem. It's not like Chokeway created the problem. Threw like gas a, on a fire. He th- exactly. He threw, like, gas on a fire and has made it so, so much worse than it was. And because of, you know, just so many things, and I think that's why he showed up at that um, press conference last week, because he's like, okay, wait, now everybody in the public is on to me, that yep. I've not done anything, and it made the thing wrong, well, he's, worse. He's, yeah, he's made it worse. No, if he, honestly, if he would just not do anything, it wouldn't be as bad as it was. <laughs> he actively tried to replace policemen, social workers, and run cops off, and tell people that, no, 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 son, all of your problems, your anger, and your angst are not your fault. It's because you're black, and people don't like you that you're the way you are so therefore it's okay to be the way you are we got to take a break we'll be right back